Hello, hello, welcome back to the show. Thank God it is Mother Freaking Tuesday. And I know nobody asked me, but it finally happened, folks. I am so proud and excited to say that my life, it's not complete, but I do feel like it's changed dramatically after one really big thing happened last week. I literally can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I've tried to keep it in, but I just can't contain my excitement. I finally saw a real live bear. I saw a bear, a real one, in real life, darted across my car. It was the most unbelievable moment. I'm shaking just thinking about it again because I truly don't know how long you have had to have been following me to have heard the words come out of my mouth X number of times, all I want to do in this life is see a bear. I don't know really when it started. I think it's been heightened over the years with a lot of bear sightings here in the capital region. And I just kind of feel like it's unfair that I haven't seen one. I've talked at length about my sort of deer radar, how I'm always on the lookout for wildlife. I've grown up on main roads, not in neighborhoods, in places that have, you know, streams that are running or a big sort of woodsy area attached and I feel like how has a bear escaped me my whole life or how have I escaped a bear my whole life until the ripe age of 29.7 no 29.10 I'm almost 30 um here's how it happened let's paint the picture and the story about me seeing a bear is brought to you by old brick furniture because I was on my way to a video shoot for the show 2BD Cribs, which is presented by Old Brick, when I ran into this amazing occurrence in my lifetime. So I feel like I have to owe it up to Old Brick to do that. They are officially the largest furniture showroom in the Capital Region. They have locations in Albany, Clifton Park, Amsterdam. There's always an Old Brick close to you. There's always staff there that's going to be friendly and get you where you need to go. Maybe they sell, like, camp furniture. Not, like, camp, like the trend, but, like, I'm sure they have, like, an Adirondack section, something with wood and unique architecture. I think maybe they have Amish furniture, places where you see bears, or if you want something more modern and cool, no matter what you want, you got to go to Old Brick. And I was on my way to an Old Brick video shoot when this happened. So they put me in this situation, and I am very thankful for that. And hopefully they put me in a better si- – si- 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 is there a skipping? Hopefully they put me in a better sleeping situation soon too, but we'll get to that in a minute. So here's what happened. I was heading out to Petersburg, New York. I have never heard of Petersburg, New York. And even at this point in time, I can't tell you if it's – it's not north, but it's not – east, south, or west for a video shoot for the show Cribs, as I just mentioned, where we were going to tour a $1 million plus lake house on this private uh, waterfront area. A local realtor, Dana Farrell, had reached out to me and asked me if we wanted to come do uh, our next segment there, and I thought it would be a great opportunity. And people always wonder when we work with certain types of industries or clients, they're like, 
you know, how far do you guys travel? Because so much of what we do is based here in the Capital Region. But as we get bigger, it's upstate New York. As we get bigger than that, hopefully it's bigger than that. So Petersburg was like an hour and 10 minutes from my house, but it seemed like an amazing property. And I was very happy to make that drive and do it. So didn't know where it was though. For some reason, I thought I was going to be near like Kay's Pizza because I was told that it was near um, Grafton. Grafton Lake, Grafton State Park. A lot of people have been there with their kids. It's like a little kind of beachy uh, state park. I don't know what else to say. I'm not really much of a park girl, as you probably know by now. Um, So I thought it was going to be out that way. As someone that's food motivated, I was like, oh, maybe we can go to Case Pizza after, get some content there. That's like a famous pizza place. Again, I don't know where that is. Is that in Averill Park? Is that on Crooked Lake? I don't know. I don't even know the direction of it. I don't wear my Apple Watch out in public. So uh, I couldn't even look probably if I wanted to. So anyway, I knew we were going out there a little bit. No big deal. I had my summer intern for the summer, Ithaca L. Please do not say that five times fast. It's very difficult. Ithaca L, Ithaca L, Ithaca L, Ithaca L, Ithaca L. Actually, maybe it's not that hard. It's kind of like when you hear like the same word over and over and over again. Like if you say the word Kentucky too many times, I don't know why you would, but that's one of those words and I'm like that doesn't sound right the other day I was trying to spell giveaway which I know how to spell giveaway but it looked so weird to me Ithaca L is a tongue twister it's borderline alliteration but Ithaca L is a nice Saratoga based college student who's currently attending Ithaca College where I went I don't have a sweet spot for Ithaca College because they uh, really sent me into the spiral of debt that I still am in today and have never and will never recover from. So I didn't pick intern L because she went to Ithaca. Uh, we picked her because she reached out to us and she was only one of two college students that reached out to us this summer. So an internship sort of, uh, just formed on its own and she's been a great help. Some of you guys met her at the live show and I was taking her out to Petersburg for an opportunity to shadow, uh, one of our, you know, shoots for a client and, uh, her and I were chit chatting. She's as big of a chatty Kathy as me. Um, which is terrifying when you get two extroverts like me and her in a car together that are uh, very passionate, outspoken, news junkies, like you name it. We have similar personalities. So if you want to hang out with yourself for an hour, find yourself in Ithaca L. It's an eye-opening experience, but she's seriously a sweetheart, super smart, really enjoyed spending the time with her in the car. And like any sort of remote location, we took a turn onto a super long dirt road like I'm like oh we gotta almost be there they had like a little open house or broker's open sign with a balloon I think it was like five miles that's how remote it really was even off whatever main road we were on so we were cruising on that for a little bit like totally dirt road my car was kicking up rocks and all that I was only going I could only have been going 30 miles an hour I highly doubt I was going faster than that and that was the only car on the road but it's just that bumpy sort of ride And all of a sudden, a deer just kind of skirts right across, right across our car. NBD. I've seen a million deer in my lifetime. This was a little more special because my number one rule that my parents taught me, we all must know, if you see one deer, there's more than likely a second deer. So I always kind of slow down at that point. When I see one, I start looking off into the woods a little bit. And sure as shit, there's a little, uh, like a legit baby deer, like a legit Bambi follows behind. It's so Bambi. It has like little white spots on it. It was very cute. And I had that heartwarming sort of maternal feeling moment at that time. I was like, wow, that was really sweet. And I don't 
have as many experiences seeing like little baby deer. So I thought that was very cool. So now Elle and I are catching up about deer and I'm telling her about my, you know, unique capabilities that I have to spot them and just blah, 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 blah. And then there it is right in front of my own two eyes, a bear just kind of waddles, walks. I don't even know what you want to call it because they don't run. Like they sort of just like, I feel like I could only do it by demonstrating and obviously I can't lose this microphone right now. But I want to say, oh, you've seen a bear walk, but like you probably haven't, like I haven't. So we just kind of like, I really, I wish I had the right adjective because it's not scurrying. It's not a mouse. It's not anything like that. It's not running. He's not wobbling, but he's like, do 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 like I don't know it was like from a freaking cartoon and this this bear just kind of makes its way across the road same direction that the deer came from so now I'm wondering like were they hanging out what was the convo like are they going after something they found food they could smell something I have no idea and it was the most pleasant sight I think I've ever seen in my life I started screaming it happened so fast I wish I had a time machine People keep asking me that I have told like my close friends and family because, of course, I needed to wait until this moment to share it with the rest of the world. Um, was it big? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it was big. I think it was probably more on the baby side of a baby bear. It was a black bear. Um, it pretty much looked exactly like I thought it would look. I don't have any changes about how it happened. Of course, I was safe. I was in a car. I wasn't speeding. I didn't have to like slam on my brakes to see it. It was probably maybe 15 feet in front of my car. But holy shit, makes me think of the, um, I believe it was Kelly Clarkson's American Idol song. Like I was just having an American Idol conversation the other day with somebody, I think it was my boyfriend, um, where you're talking about Ruben Stuttered. Not R.I.P. Believe he's still alive. Also believe that him and Clay Aiken did a concert somewhere in the Capital Region last year. Maybe the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall. But we were talking about American Idol and how back in the day they had their final uh, finale. They had like a signature song. Like it was like whatever would go into production if they were to win the show. And I know for a fact that Kelly Clarkson's was um, a moment like this. We all know that song. No, let's, let's play it for a second. Let's just mix it up for a little bit. Um, I also want to say Kelly Clarkson is an unbelievable human being, even though her talk show got canceled. And even though I would be happy to, uh, replace her on that talk show, but there's a writer's strike and you know, they're not making new nothing right now. That's really unfortunate. Um, wow. She's, she came out with a lot of music, I suppose. I'm like going, I'm, I'm only in 2016 and I've been scrolling for a effing minute. Actually, I have so much to say about Kelly Clarkson. I, maybe I should say it because I can't find this song. Um, hold on, let's just try because I do feel like, oh yeah, we need it. Ooh, super moody, Kelly. The reason why I'm telling you this is because this is what came to my mind when I finally saw the bear. The real bear, not the show of the bear, which I'm also obsessed with. Alright, here we go. It's coming up. I'm not singing this one. You heard me sing forever and ever.
so people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. That's what I did. I'm crying. I'm literally crying. <laughs> wow, that song will pull at your heartstrings. And if it wasn't so hot out, it would probably make my nipples hard too. Wow, I have a, a couple legitimate tears in my eyes. I've waited a lifetime for a moment like this. I've always wanted to see a bear in person. I can't believe it. Like, it was, it, all things considered, as mentioned, a perfect moment. I wasn't in danger. I wasn't in trouble. I was safe. I had a clear view. Obviously, I didn't get any pictures because I had a young child in my car and my seatbelt was on and I was fully focused. But that's what it was. It was just a moment. Kelly Clarkson put it perfectly. And once that moment's over, it's over. And you need to keep the memory alive. You need to document it. You need to uh, share that moment with others so that it never dies. I was truly, like, one of the happiest, like, little, like, bursts of time in my life. I couldn't wait to get to the shoot and tell the boys that I had seen a bear. I felt like it enhanced the video going to this uh, remote location, this Adirondack, no, not Adirondack, wait, totally not Adirondack, I'm ruining it. Um, you know, a lake house property that's secluded, so, like, that type of buyer would love if this was, like, an everyday occurrence. Like, it was just such a great moment. Um, and I just remembered one other thing now with shit like this because I do get very excited and I like to, uh, hmm, hmm, how would you say? Like maybe I'm a little dramatic sometimes. Maybe I like to exaggerate things sometimes. Never lie, just exaggerate. Um, maybe I like to build suspense through storytelling sometimes. And I was on such a high after this moment. Of course, the first thing I wanted to do was tell my family, but I wanted to build that suspense and that drama. And I am not kidding you, I had just had a, the same conversation with my mom the day before because I was on the Mass Pike driving back from my grandmother's thing. And I always feel like I'm going to see a bear in a tree on the Mass Pike. I don't know if like that ever happened once and I read about it, but I'm just always convinced that I am. So her and I had just been sitting on the couch the night prior talking about bears. And I asked her, like, what's the deal with brown bears? Why are there only black bears? And um, she gave me an explanation. She said, if it's if it's brown, lie down. I'm like, is this toilet etiquette? What's going on? Flush it. I didn't understand that. But so it was very fresh. So I didn't think I was doing a bad thing. But I texted, uh, I think my dad, my boyfriend and my mom all separately. And I said, you're never going to believe what I'm about to tell you. Here's a fair warning, a PSA. Don't ever start a text like that ever again. Or don't even think about it. Just don't do that to anybody that you know because you will never get the equivalent response that matches how you're feeling they're never going to guess so when you say you're never going to believe they're not and I think what happened is they both ultimately feared the worst like I didn't ask them fully like what they thought I meant but the texts that I received after were like what happened is everything okay um, you know, I was doing the video, so I didn't answer them for like an hour. So that I kind of really left them on a cliffhanger of the suspense of it all. But after like my BF was like, what? Like, I wish you didn't say it like that. Like then, cause when I finally announced it was a bear, they're all disappointed. And I just want to know, what did you guys think I was going to say? Like, did you think that, you know, I just got a call from, 
you know, Oprah Winfrey and she wants to interview me? Like, are you thinking I had some great career development that was, like, my next big move? Did you think that, like, I mean, I'm hoping they didn't think something tragic happened because if I got in, like, an accident or, you know, something like that, like, I I would think it would be, I wouldn't say you're never going to believe what I'm going to tell you sort of thing. So in either situation, if they thought it was better news than what I shared, they're disappointed. If they thought it was bad news, they're left on a cliffhanger. And then by the time you finally tell them that you saw a bear, they don't give an F at all. It just doesn't translate over text. And we all know it from other things like, can we talk or, you know, just uh, I have something to tell you. But I think I learned my lesson on this one. You don't ever send stuff like that. Just be direct or call somebody and share your excitement with them. Because I was not nearly excited as I was before I sent that text than after seeing their responses and having them just not really entirely be thrilled for me. But I'm thrilled for myself. Um, I want to close the loop on Kelly Clarkson. I really do feel like she's a great person. Senior Buttonista believes this too. She does a lot of press. She's always out there. She's a, a favorite on the Today Show with Hoda. So I feel like I hear her story a lot. Uh, my mom recently listened to her. I believe it was on Howard Stern. She's on a huge Howard Stern kick lately. And just how much of a real deal down-to-earth person she is. Uh, she just went through a divorce. She's open about that. She's very open about her appearance. I think the part that stuck with my mom and Howard Stern was something about her not working out and, you know, just something like that. But it felt wholesome and, and, and upbeat and not like a super depressing thing or super like del- self-deprecating either. Um, and I remember a, a recent uh, Today Show clip where Hoda was interviewing a little girl Um, she was either speaking to a classroom or interviewing a little girl in a classroom or someone that was sick. She was like, you know, under 10 years old. And she said during the interview live to Hoda, you know, my idol is Kelly Clarkson. I love her song Stronger and I just love her so much. And Hoda in that moment was like, I just had a gut feeling and I picked up my phone and I FaceTimed Kelly and don't, you know, Kelly Clarkson freaking answers and this girl does you know an impromptu FaceTime with her totally emotional totally overwhelming and I mean who knows if that story is myth or not you know if the producer texted Kelly Clarkson a heads up and said hey you know we want to do this thing but I believe in my heart of hearts that that really was a genuine you know sort of organic moment that happened and again I know her uh, I don't think her talk show did too well but she is a really talented singer she's authentic she's real and I had an American Idol, like, year 2000, 2001 flashback in my moment like this. So you got to know that she created some bangers of the past that are going to stick with us forever. I also think stick since you've been gone, stick you've been gone. I'm having a problem with my S's today since the top of the show. I think since you've been gone is perhaps a top 10 song of all time. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it could break the top 10. I really need to do that. I can't remember if I said that before on this show, but I really want for like archival purposes, I really want to write down like all my favorite things so anybody at any given time will know. But I feel like if I went the song route, I mean, I don't really care about movies. TV shows is not like my total bag. Like I like them, but I wouldn't like be like, people have to know what TV show I like. But I would want my friends and family to know what my favorite songs are because they're sentimental or whatever. But I feel like I'd have to cheat a little and break it up and do a few different categories because since you've been gone, it belongs on one of the lists. Does it belong on the best of all time list? 
the original one, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But Kelly Clarkson, certified bangers, down-to-earth type of gal. And uh, she also helped me really live this bear moment to the fullest. So that's really the biggest news I have for you today. We will continue the show despite uh, the fact that I'm just high on life after living through that. Um, But next I want to talk about... I forgot to tell this little story. It's not that exciting or anything. Not as exciting as seeing a bear. But a few months ago, I got my cartilage pierced on a whim. And I went somewhere locally that was uh, recommended to me from a friend. And even though I had a great experience there, that day I was kind of feeling like I wanted to get, like, I wanted to knock out, like, a few piercings at once. I'm just into that era right now. I don't have tattoos. I'm liking uh, climbing the ear ladder a little bit and getting a little bit more uh, creative with my earring, pairing, stacking, you know, all that stuff. And when I went there, I thought I was going to knock a couple out, if you remember. And then the guy kind of sternly and uninterestedly told me, you don't have any more room for any other piercing. So we just did my one cartilage, and I was a little disappointed, thinking that that was it for me. You know, the other, like, above your earlobe, like, those are all needle piercings. I'm not trying to get too crazy with it. But a few weeks ago, I get a random message and when you get stuff in like your hidden or requests folder I mean nine times out of ten it's like something really bad it's like I'll show you my pussy on the web or like uh hey babe we really love your work um we'd love for you to be a brand ambassador of your mom's closet uh dm me for a promo code and you can buy eight items from china Uh, so I really don't look at the requests or anything, but every once in a while, maybe there's a cool opportunity in there. And I got one the other day that like totally kind of, uh, I had to do like a double take for a second. It was this brand called Rowan. Never heard of it, but I could tell the branding was shark. They had a check mark and they sent me a message that was personalized enough that I'm like, okay, I think this isn't spam. I think this is a real inquiry. But then I kept reading and it was like, hey, Taylor, um, we love your page. That's how everybody always starts. Thank you for telling me you love my page. If you love my page, by the way, make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, full video available on YouTube. Um, do that for me if you're a listener of the pod. But Rowan, they just reached out and they said, hey, we love your page. We're opening a new uh, showroom or whatever in Walt Whitman. And we'd love for you to come visit and get a piercing on us. So Rowan is basically like, uh, it was like a Claire's for adults. They do ear piercings. They do regular lobes. They do the fancier stuff with the needles. But it's in a really fun and trendy kind of like mall type of setting. You know, these small retail shops. All of their piercers are actual nurses, like certified RNs. So they know what they're talking about. Like it's safe, clean, hypoallergenic. And because I've been on this piercing kick for the past few months, I was like, oh my God, like this is such a cool opportunity. And I looked into the store. I'm like, this is it. Like Saratoga, Walt Whitman, which is the brewery. I'm like, I'm not sure the logistics of this, but it sounds cool. I know Walt Whitman in Saratoga has uh, like a downstairs space where they, it was like the brewery where you could hang out. And then they moved that upstairs recently. So I'm thinking like, wow, maybe they're trying some new like concept pop-up or whatever. Um, I haven't heard about it. Not that I am the end-all be-all of news here in Saratoga. But I just thought it sounded really cool. So I sent them a message back. But it wasn't until I was like halfway through typing it that I realized, I Googled it, of course. And there is a Walt Whitman in Long Island, in Huntington, Long Island, 
Walt Whitman was a famous poet. I had to Google that as well. So pardon me for not being super history focused over here these days. Um, I think they confused me for being from Long Island. I don't know why. I don't know if they Googled Walt Whitman or if they knew Walt Whitman, if there was like a mix up. That's the only parallel that I could draw between the Walt Whitman here and the fact that there's a Walt Whitman shops and a Walt Whitman like uh, highway in this part of Long Island. And ironically, coincidentally, I kind of get those words mixed up sometimes. I was like, I think I had a couple glasses of wine at this point. So I reached out and I was like, thanks so much. I said, I think you guys maybe have like the wrong account though. Like I live upstate, but if you ever come to Saratoga, let me know. Like, I'd love to be part of this. It seems super cool because it does. It seems like something my audience would love. I'm into that kind of stuff. And uh, I was actually very curious to learn more and very bummed to learn that I wasn't going to get a a piercing uh, because they weren't located near me. Took it a step further though. And it just so happened that that wedding I went to a few weeks ago was literally like eight miles from these Walt Whitman shops. And I messaged them again and said, hey, even though I'm not from the area, I would still love to come in and check it out. Uh, And they said, yeah, for sure, for real, for real, for real. So I ended up going in there. It was, a I just love high-end shopping centers, even though I'm not high-end at all. I love seeing like some of the online retailers that I shop all the time. I love seeing it in person. I love the merchandising. I just got there and I'm like, "This this is the part of Long Island that, that we like. This is the trendy, the new, that you feel close to the city type of vibe. So it was already a great opportunity to visit like this higher end shopping center and just wish and hope and pray that, you know, some of ours kind of uh, evolve into that, which I, you know, am hearing rumblings that that is happening. And when I went in, they, they were just nice. It was a good experience. I don't have to get into it. Like I don't have to get into it at all, but I got my fourth hole. So I was thrilled about it. Super cute in and out easy they give you like these little gift bags I got to pick out my jewelry it took absolutely two seconds um and I just had a great time in there all the uh jewelry I'm like oh I can also buy it online whatever but ever since then I feel like I've entered a new level of sleeping like a psychopath like I have now these four earrings that are relatively close together. I was going to do the lopsided thing but I figured for like the regular holes I'll just go even on both sides and they give you the spray. I've been spraying. I've been cleaning. But like everybody knows I sleep like a crazy person. And this combo lately of extensions in my hair, getting caught in the backs of these earrings, sleeping like just a crazy person. I don't think you could say that anymore in 2023. I feel like my face is not symmetrical. I feel like I'm swollen on one side. They don't hurt. Like I clean them. I move them around. But I just, I want, I need like a sleep coach, not to like fall asleep or stay asleep. I need to train myself into a new sleeping position because I cannot seem to figure it out after an entire lifetime. I recently switched. I had a platform bed. I put a regular headboard bed and get a new one. I just like did a little flip flop in my guest bedroom and my bedroom. I went back to like a nicer quality mattress from when my mom moved. That was at her house. That was my old bed. So I've like have a good sleeping situation. I have silk pillowcases because 4 million people have told me over the years to improve my hair to get a silk pillowcase. Spoiler alert. When you sleep like me, it doesn't work. So I feel like I'm doing everything right in the bedroom as far as sleep goes. But now I can't wear these headphones for very long. My ears just feel like squishy and like 
like stuck together and I really want to get out of this because I also want to change my cartilage piercing but I can see a little bump I think that's because I get my hair stuck in it all the time now because I have long hair do care also don't care but do care very much um and I don't, I don't know what to do here I'm doing like they have like this hypoallergenic soap from the piercing place in Saratoga um I don't know if I need like smaller jewelry but I I'm always so on the fence with earrings because even though I have like all 14 karat gold and stuff I just feel like that's the one piece of jewelry that's so easy to lose, you know? Did Kim lose an earring when she was on vacation when she was married to Chris Humphreys? What piece of jewelry did she, uh, did Kim Kardashian drop in the ocean? I also read something recently that said Kylie found it for her or one of her sisters found it. I'm like, I don't think so. I remember that being a monumental Kardashian episode when she dropped uh, a big piece of jewelry in the ocean on vacay. Not that she couldn't replace it, but I mean, she was also robbed. She's got, she was robbed in Paris. She's bad Kim has bad jewelry karma um, and that's not what I'm trying to create in my life so my point is that I have like like I have good jewelry for like keeping my ears healthy but I also don't want to over invest in anything that's like you know really super diamond gold like for real because I'm afraid that I'll lose it I still like to change my earrings out they fall fall out I feel like the backs are never good if you guys remember there was local people there was a guy in Saratoga last year who protested like silently peacefully with a sign every single day from uh Thanksgiving to Christmas complaining about uh, a local jeweler that he said sold him like a five thousand dollar pair of earrings that were uh damaged I ended up getting the skinny that his girlfriend or whoever he gave them to lost one I'm not taking that risk I recently found a bunch of my nannies not my nanny my nanny I know because you guys are very invested in my grandmothers at this point of the show. I found a bunch of my nanny's old jewelry, but I only wear the stuff that I cannot take off that I know I cannot lose. Take it off for the gym. I put it in a little ring thing, but I am loving wearing her stuff because it not only feels like vintage and special because it belonged to her, but some of it is so timeless. Like I'm wearing her like croissant dome pinky ring that I literally bought on my jury that was gold vermeil and this one is just real gold and I can wear it all the time and um, I just feel like that's a better way for me personally to accessorize until I can you know really make my own collection but when I do want to invest in anything it's just not earrings for me so I'm trying to work through this because like I said my ear was like clogged up and I'm like is the earring getting into it I don't think that is I don't think it's like that much of an extreme but um I do want to tell the guy in Saratoga to suck it because I got my fourth hole and of course my mom as I knew she would was like I think you're done now I think you've had enough piercings I'm like yeah okay but I'm not I'm not saying I'll never get a tattoo I don't know sometimes I get inspired but then other times I'm like you're, you are getting a little old, sister, which I'm really not. Oh, last thing on jewelry, very funny, but a, lot, a couple people texted me last night. I had like a blurry picture that I guess it looked like I had some other kind of ring on. I surely do not. Don't worry about that. Um, I'm wearing a spoon ring that my sister gave me. Spoon rings seem to have some other sort of tradition in my family, and I'm all out of fingers, so I have to wear it on my ring finger, and I don't, I don't like when people do that, like when they think you're engaged because you're wearing like fashion jewelry. I feel like it's very clear what jewelry someone is wearing. Unless, of course, yes, you're looking at a blurry picture from afar, but you only have like a few real wearable ring fingers and I like to wear them on the actual ring finger so I'm not like squeezing them in like sausage fingers and getting them stuck like I did with her rock. Um, 
Anyway, that was my little earring story. If you guys have any ear clearing tips or sleeping tips, like do I need to sleep in a cage? Do I need to, I sleep on my stomach. I bury my head in the pillow. Like it's not a pretty situation when I sleep, but trying to protect my hair, trying to protect my ears. Like I said, I fall asleep, it stays asleep fine, but I just can't, can't get it together. And I hate, I hate the summerly seasonal uh, AC battle. We don't have uh, central air. And this year, for some reason, the uh, the units, we have two, small house, two units. The noise is driving me crazy. It feels so loud. I feel like I'm watching the TV at such a high volume. I can't focus. I don't want to sleep with it on because it's right next to my head and it's so loud. So I know that's always one thing people say is like, of course, if you're hot, you're probably not sleeping as well. But I have a big fan in there um, and I am my own biggest fan. So I sleep with myself as well. Um, But yeah, the AC battle, it's just not for me. I actually luckily never had too many huge house projects here yet. But I feel like that would if I'm going to be this driven crazy, I keep seeing this meme. It's like I heard a loud noise once and now I'm a bitch. I feel like it was a mom meme, but I'm sort of uh, I feel like I'm adapting to that lifestyle as well. All right, um, that was kind of the meat of the show, guys. The bear is just taking over my life, the the TV show and the sighting. Uh, let's get to five random things, though. Five random things is brought to you by Triple A, baby. If you're not doing house projects, maybe you're getting out there a little bit. Maybe you're investing in yourself, being a responsible adult, utilizing deals and discounts. Those are the kind of things that Triple A can help you with. Everybody has a local club, whether here you're in the AAA Hudson Valley, AAA Northway. Unlocking the deals and experiences that you can get through AAA is such an amazing opportunity. It was rainy last weekend and I looked at some things that you could either do or some things that you could just take advantage of. You can get discounted gift cards, which is like never a thing. Like you always see that in fine print when there's like sales online or even at like local stores. They never discount gift cards because that's not fair, right? How could you get a $100 gift card for, you know, $85? It's just not possible in many parts of the world, many businesses, many whatevers. But AAA, they actually do that. So you can buy discounted gift cards to places that you shop all day like Amazon, Target, Best Buy, Home Depot. Why would you not do that? Like why the F would you not do that? I also want to note that the AAA card is gold. So if you ever want to look cool, pull out your AAA card, make it look like you have an American Express. That's an option as well. You're saving money. So you might be able to get that American Express someday because of all the good deals you're getting with AAA. Everybody knows them for roadside assistance. I pray that I don't need them for that, but I know someday I will and I'll be so happy. And every time I'm on the highway, I actually do sort of breathe a a sigh of relief when I see somebody pulled over uh, dealing with a flat tire or some sort of issue with their car and I see the AAA truck drive behind it. That is the biggest and best reason to be a member. Roadside assistance anywhere you go. There's a few different membership tiers, different benefits and things that you can utilize for each, but I have the middle one. It's the most popular, and I've already used it on deals and discounts. You can go to the Valley Cats. You can go to Great Escape, stuff like that. But it's just that little peace of mind that in this crazy motherfreaking world, I feel like we all need. So go ahead and find your local AAA branch. And if you're lucky, you will get the theme song stuck in your head all day long like I do. AAA is always with you every day, with you all the way. I need singing lessons. I need sleeping lessons and singing lessons. Speaking of the Kardashians, I also just watched 
the episode on Hulu where they were recording their Christmas album. They need singing lessons, too. They got them from Travis. I don't know what happened to that Christmas album. I bet Kelly Clarkson's is better, though. Number one, speaking of, I hate saying speaking of, but, and I just did it, but this is a real deal segue. Speaking of lessons, I don't want to be a B-I-T-C-H here by any means, but I think as a whole, we, the collective we, need to get our act together on spelling. I have been very disappointed. I'm going to say these past few weeks, but it's could have been months or years. I'm extremely disappointed with the amount of spelling errors, grammatical errors that I see on social media. Obviously, I'm not seeing them in, you know, reputable organizations, news media, things like that. But just everyday people writing Instagram captions, doing things on Instagram stories, businesses like legitimate fully operating businesses locally from restaurants to uh, I don't know any other sort of mom and pop without calling out any specific person of course or organization I'm seeing shit spelled wrong all the time and listen there's a difference between oh my god I just posted something and there's a typo in it let me edit it really quick if you're writing a caption or on my stories, you know, say every once in a while if I made a spelling error, I'll, and I've seen other people do this, like repost it and be like, sorry guys, like I know that, you know, hallucinating is spelled wrong or whatever. But I'm giving someone way too credit, way too much credit because hallucinating is a difficult word to spell. People are spelling the easiest goddamn words wrong. And it's, it's grinding my gears. It's, it's actually bothering me a little bit. I feel like this is, um, I'm not a big, like, let's, let's, like, talk about the downfall of societies sort of person, you know, I get we all make mistakes, we're all human, but I think as just a, um, a couple life lessons that you could kind of throw into this, one, I think the part that is probably scary and maybe intimidating, uh, or, or scary more in the sense that it's not working is that the number one thing here is that we all have autocorrect. I'm sure some people maybe have it turned off. I recently heard that they're going to stop autocorrecting fucking to ducking. That would be helpful. So people expect autocorrect to deal with their issues, their spelling errors on their own and correct them. So if that's the, the kind of the, the scope here and autocorrect isn't doing that, that's a little bit of a bummer. It's not good to know that we have this tool in our back pockets, hopefully knowing that people have it turned on their phones and that it's not actually working. Um... You know, is that technology? Is that, you know, things moving too quickly? Is that, I don't really know. But there is possible um, technology failing us here if autocorrect isn't working to its full capacity. The second thing, though, is what makes it feel worse for me is that it's 100% not that. And it's user error. We all type fast. We all type quick. That's not really where I'm going with this. It's the fact that you're not even proofreading. You're not even looking at what you're typing. Maybe you're nervous. You got to get a social media post out at 8.30 for your boss or whatever. But like you're not even checking over the work in the event that an autocorrect went wrong. Because of course there's multiple ways to spell things. There's words that have multiple meanings and places and uses and whatnot. But 
before you hit post on anything. It's no different than turning in a paper or something academically. Of course, the stakes are lower, but like people just aren't even reviewing what they're writing. They're going so fast. I make mistakes too, but I read it over. I see if I added an extra space somewhere. I see if my punctuation looks good. If I'm telling the story properly through my words. I know this is my job. I know that I've studied this or whatever and I don't mean to be like nitpicky and stuff but it's just that careless element that bothers me it's the they don't make them like they used to like people just don't even care even in a low stakes environment to check over what they're writing and typing and making the words that are spelled wrong turning them right or changing the usage of something or whatever I just think it's careless and it's sloppy and I get really aggravated when I see local businesses do this I've seen words used totally inappropriately and wrong like again words that have multiple spellings or meanings uh for example I saw a restaurant post the other day that something was going to complement a drink that's compliment with an e not compliment with an i like your dress looks pretty a compliment to ketchup is a compliment to mustard compliment is you know I love your outfit did I just say that already you so there's that So people just making careless spelling mistakes, and that leads me to number three, is that do people truly, do we not know how to spell anymore? Do we not know the difference between compliment and compliment? Do we, the one that actually made me write this down is people saying, I'm so happy to be a part of this organization. But instead of saying a space part, as in a part of a puzzle, they're saying a part, one word. That means the opposite. That means apart. I'm apart from you. I'm not with you. I'm not with this organization. I've seen that at least a dozen times over the past few months. Enough to the point where, of course, it makes this podcast and I have to talk about it. Another one I see a lot is like woman and women. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. You're one of the most inspiring women I know. No, if you're one of them, you're one of the most inspiring women I know. Like... I don't, these are basic. This is not me being smarter than anybody. God knows I'm not. This is not me uh, using my skill set to my advantage. Uh, I'm just doing like the bare minimum, what is required of me. Um, I'm a little bit more lenient on like punctuation. Um, my journalist background has sort of like an AP style thing where I like uh, like long dashes and M dash. I like those. I know where to use my commas. Uh, AP style doesn't use the Oxford comma. So that's a little bit more like, you know, in the weeds of grammar and punctuation. And I don't know everything. If you want me to be vulnerable for a second, the word occasion really trips me up. It's, uh, I don't even know it right now. I believe it's a double C, not a double S. Or maybe it's both, but that's a word that I struggle with sometimes. We joke on the other podcast behind the buttons that we don't like, we get confused with like peak, P E E K, like I'm peeking around, or peak, like the P E A K, the pinnacle of my day, or then there's peak, peak your interest. So I get it. There's some things that are a little bit uh, beyond elementary that even though, you know, most of us have a higher form of education under our belts, we're not utilizing, we're not doing it every day. I don't know if like a math whiz right now is rolling their eyes at me saying, you know, they feel the same way when I take my phone out to do a tip and calculate a tip at a restaurant. And if so, touche, point taken, noted. 
But the fact that people, I feel like you're not, I'm not saying you're like abusing the power of Instagram and social media, but like if you're going to put stuff out there, make it good quality. Clean your camera off. Line up the frame a little better. Like come to Taylor Miriam Rayo's school of Instagram photo taking and caption writing and editing. I just, it just bothers me. Like it's, it's that combination. It's like technology may be failing us or outsmarting us or whatever it's doing. The overall carelessness of people just not realizing, especially if you're doing this for a business. If you're doing this for someone you work for, you should be 90% time mistake free. You need to be reading that, proofreading that, looking it over and making sure that it's correct before you put it out there. Like there's just, I don't see the excuse in that world. And then there's number three, the combo of people just truly not knowing how to spell. And you hear people say all the time, I feel like it's a particularly male thing and I'm stereotyping or generalizing, um, that people think they could just get away with being a bad speller. Spelling basic words, you can't be a bad speller at spelling basic words. You Like you can't. In my bathroom, in my uh, like over the top, crazy uh, gallery wall bathroom, I have a spelling test from Cheryl Hartman from, I think it's like 1954. My girl got 100. She was spelling where, where, we, you know, all the different kinds of where. She's spelling girl. She's spelling boy. She's spelling toy. She knew what was up back then. How many spelling tests have we taken, boys and girls? Watch the spelling be on TV. Participate in one. Challenge yourself. I saw that online. I was looking up, like, what are spelling tips? Um, you know, using your reading and writing skills is a great way to become a better speller. You know, don't be intimidated by words that you don't know. Learn how to spell them and improve your vocabulary. But that's well beyond what I'm talking about. People, I don't know how to spell basic words, and I, I don't know who to blame for that. But I'm just telling you, I'm watching. I'm not fully judging. I'm not going to, like, point it out. Like, I don't, when I said, like, people correct their Instagram stories and say, like, sorry, this isn't how you spell salami. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you spelled it wrong, like, loser. Like, just know in the back of my mind, I, I'm thinking about it. Not mad. I'm just still thinking about it. Number two. This is a fun one. I thought this was a joke. I saw this on the Today Show this morning. There is going to be, in September 2023, the first ever Golden Bachelor. What this is, is bringing the silver fox to the big screen. Well, the TV screen. And they are going to actually try an older man as the bachelor i think they're you know this is just a spin-off of the bachelor and they showed some pictures of him on the today show today and i didn't really think anything of it i was like oh that's kind of fun i mean i think it's a great idea to be completely honest um you know my mom is single my mom is single hello uh hold on i'm just gonna get on the rooftop for a second and shout it my mom is single anybody got any dads out there for my mom anybody my mommy can call daddy you know so I've watched that process, actually, not to be like funny about it, but I've I've watched my mom sort of experience and go through that over the years, way more downs than ups. I don't think she's ever had any dating ups. She, you know, she doesn't date at all, um, doesn't even try anymore. Like, it's incredibly difficult, of course. Um, and I think the people that have found love in their older years, like, it's it's a miracle. Like, you can't just copy and paste the formula that someone else did. Um, especially if you won't accept a Facebook friend request from somebody that you went to high school with, mom. Um, not that I'm, I'm not trying to like parent trap or anything. It's just, you know, just meet some, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so I kind of like the idea. I think it could be fun. I think 
Uh, it's a little uh, crazy now when you watch like The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which I don't really, by the way. Um, there's a local kid from Rensselaer who's on it right now who I he w- worked at the Valley Cats when I was there. Um, it's disturbing to see like how young all of them are. You're like, wow, you guys are like in your like early, early 20s. Um, obviously, it's cheesy, fake reality TV. But if you got a group of gal pals that you watch it with, you have your kind of rituals. I'm all for watching it. It's mindless. It's fun television. And it's about to be the only television that's going to be going on now that the writer's strike has uh, expanded to actors and whatnot. Um, but I like the idea. I don't know his name or anything. They said you could see some like salt and pepper hair going on. But then I Googled it. He is 71 years old. The first ever Golden Bachelor. 71 years old. He looks about 54. So there's a lot of magic that's being worked. I'm talking hair dye, tanning, CGI, Photoshop. I don't really know. But 71 is a huge age jump from like the young 20s that are on this show. I'm very curious to see how it goes. The punchline here, I think, is that how much do you guys want to bet? Let's just be real. How much do you want to bet that the female contestants are the same goddamn age that they are for the regular Bachelor? Like, just let that sink in. Let's just think about that. There's never been a better sugar daddy era than there is now. It's so hot in the streets. It's real now. I think back in the day, I remember, I think I wrote in like an investigative report or something when I was in college uh, for the newspaper about like the sugar daddy situation. People using older men to pay for college, take them out on dates, companionship. Some people do it for in the reverse way. Someone older wants a companion to someone younger. I feel like back then it was like a, you know, it was like a, a, a pretend thing. And then now in the world, it's very common. I think in some ways it's been normalized. I think it is what it is, right? I mean, you know, as long as it's not an egregious age gap, I think age gaps are becoming more of a thing. It's more accepted in society. People are living longer, looking younger. So the sugar daddy thing is in its prime, if you've ever asked me, which you didn't. Uh, I know girls that date older guys. I know, you know, people that, you know, I my boyfriend's a lot older than me, not that much older though compared to this. Um, but I think that would be the funniest freaking punchline in the world is that they, they introduce a senior bachelor who's probably in his 70s, successful, hopefully retired, and they literally just find him a 25-year-old plaything, uh, and we're just getting back to our, like, Hugh Hefner kind of status, which, again, that's that's old school. That's not what we're talking here anymore. I think there's a lot of dignified, true older, younger relationships, so I'm not shitting on that at all, but I would be shitting on the fact that The Bachelor would do that because of people like my mom. One of my BFFs, one of my longtime friends, is six foot two, and she would always joke when we were out at bars and stuff, if she saw a younger girl, I mean, not a younger girl, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a shorter girl with a super tall guy, she would be like, that's just not fair. Like, she's six foot two, like, she can't date a short king. She can't date somebody that's, you know, five nine if she's six foot two. It's just not how it is. But when you see a four eleven girl with somebody that's like six four, I could see where that can be a little annoying. And that's kind of how I feel for my mom sometimes is that these older men are getting younger girls. And I mean a lot younger. It's not even like someone's sixties dating someone forty. I mean, people in their sixties are dating girls in their twenties now and it ain't no thing. Um But what's happening to my moms of the world? I don't want her to have to find a 75-year-old guy who, you know, has to take his teeth out at night and, you know, I don't know, needs his, like, compression socks on. Like, I want her to find someone that, 
is active and out there and successful still. And like, I just feel like the, the younger women are taking over the older men market and it's not fair. And if this bachelor senior golden bachelor, which is a very funny name also, golden bachelor, I think if they want to really do it respectfully, they need to have some older broads in there. You know, let's get Aunt Kathy on the screen. Let's, you know, get Senior Botanista out there and really let them get wowed. Because that's who you should want to spend the rest of your life with. Is someone that is still on your level, that you can connect with, you have the same interests, you're not like, you know, bar hopping. And I mean, you're doing whatever you want to do. Don't get me wrong. You can bar hop, you can go on a sailboat. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discriminating against activities here, but I just, I'm calling it now. Wait till you see those bachelorettes. They will have not changed a goddamn thing from all of the 20 seasons prior. So this one I might actually tune into. And if they are successful for a second season, you bet your little tight ass that my mom's getting on that show. Um, Number three, this is just a a really uh, self-deprecating joke, but I'm going to make it because I already already prefaced it a bit here. I think I'm currently doing something as I'm like contorting my body. I think I'm doing something right now that no woman has ever done. Um, I've had very kind people on the internet. I talked a lot about the the mean people on the internet, but I've had a few really nice people mention to me over the past few months that I have abs. They're like, ooh, abs are popping. You're working hard, girl. Let me see those abs. You know, I'm not I'm not afraid of a crop top, you know. I'm out, I'm out there. And uh, I like that. I think that's really nice that people think I have abs, but what I think could make the Guinness world records book is that I feel like I'm the only woman uh that I know of that has abs and a fupa at the same time how is this scientifically possible yes science says yes it is just watch me get ready in the morning watch me squeeze into a pair of leggings I'm very proud of the top half of my stomach I'm working at the gym every freaking day I'm in a good grind. I feel really good about it. I look forward to it every day. I'm exercising. I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing the right things physically. I think in that regard, I feel a lot better than I felt in a long time. I still know I'm like maybe halfway there, um, but just have shifted mindsets in terms of like, you know, what they all say, not looking at the scale, um, you know, making sure you feel good and you're fueled right and hydrated. Fueled right, that's a little bit of a stretch for me. I'm fueled by like more of like a, like a Wawa gas station type of mentality right now than I am like body as a temple. Um, I don't know why I said Wawa, it would really be Stewart's, but I didn't want to hurt Stewart's feelings. Like I meant like, you know what I meant. Um, but if, if, if I could say that about Stewart's and my body in a nice way, I'm fueled by Stewart's, uh, compared to, again, body's a temple, green smoothie type of shit. Um, and that's the, that's again the scientific reason why this is possible, why one person could have abs and a fupa at the same time. I know that that is still the last piece of the puzzle that I need to unlock here. Um, the fitness is down, my cardio is good, my endurance is good, like all of that, like I'm really getting there. Um, It's just whenever I decide to flip that switch and realize that, you know, we got to clean it up a little bit. um, I'm still feeling like, you know, that's that's the last piece. I'm not going to make excuses on the price of groceries or my busy lifestyle or whatever. But um, yeah, I just I just wanted to let you guys know, like if you think I have abs, like we're not I don't 
Um, don't worry. I, I, if I ever get lower abs, I promise you guys could like lick them clean. Like we're doing body shots at the next live show if I get uh, bottom abs. But hey, guess what? Shout out to the top abs. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. We're, we're building. We're growing. Uh, we're barely visible in, in a crop top and a medium rise pair of jeans or skirt. But we're there. And your, your hard work is noticed. Just just tell your uh, your siblings down below, you know. I, when I think of six-pack, I always think of, like, the dolphins going in the ocean and, like, having to cut off, like, the plastic of the six-pack. If I could just cut off that lower half, I think I'd be in really good shape, and I would probably look a lot better in these videos and my bike shorts as well. Um, number four, just a quick little nail trend for you. Uh, of course, TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. Blueberry milk nails. First impression, what is blueberry milk? Like, we really are just allowed to go out here and make up whatever we want. Like, I mean, I guess I invented the fupa flage, you know, the the, the need for a uh, fanny pack that is, what is a Tdap vaccine? I just got a text from CVS Pharmacy. What's Tdap? Do you guys know what that means? Let's see. I'm actually curious. As someone that's not, could, could, oh, they want my birthday. This is spam. Stop spamming me. Um, blueberry milk nails are the trend. Sophia Richie, all the girls. I feel like this is a continuation of Coastal Grandmother. That's what I'm really getting from this, which I felt like that trend was kind of so last summer. Um, you know, sort of the flowy, linen-y, the neutrals, the bucket hats. Um, I feel like I still like it. Like, I'm okay with Coastal Grandmother. I'm not really loving calling it Coastal Grandmother anymore. But it does, like, this, this color, um... It makes me feel, it, it's very hydrangea-esque, it's very vineyardy. it's very continuing on my conversation from last week about how I want to go on vacay. Um, but the fair warning here that I want to give and why we're making nails at just a quick topic today is that I broke a nail at the gym, yeah I lift weights, um, this morning. I just got my nails done last Tuesday. I went back to my place in Saratoga, not my favorite place. My place in Clifton Park is my favorite place. Place in Saratoga is where I had my rant where I thought my nails, like I had like four nails break in a week. And I was so aggravated for what you're paying. Like it's just, it's not good. Especially if it's like, I literally tapped the ground today and my nail broke. And then I grabbed a shower uh, shampoo out of the shower and my other nail broke. So I broke two nails in one morning. I picked a color. It was called like, I don't know, some sort of pink. Miami Beach pink or no it's not that it's like a it was a really pretty like bubblegum pink I'll give you that the nail the middle finger is the nail that I got replaced and the nails that are not are the ones from last week my nail color has faded to an unrecognizable color in less than seven days it's so crazy what a little time in the sun will do um, my bubblegum pink, if I had not gone back to get this fixed, I would not have even remembered the original color, but it's very crazy to me how much it has faded. And it's kind of just a PSA for your summer nail colors. Be aware of that. I love neutrals. I like playing it safe with the nails. I've had a lot more fun with my nails in the past few years though. At the same time, like I think I just got sick of the beach babe and the, you know, Chardonnay type of colors. And I've just experienced more, uh, fun colors to match. Like you know, my big outfits and just be more of like a splash and a pop. I take so many freaking pictures of the things that I sip. Oh my God, these headphones are absolutely killing me. My poor ears. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, if you want to go neutral, if you want to do blueberry milk nails, they might turn into like, I don't know who's blueberry milk's like less cool cousin in a few days. I'm not loving it. I'm just not loving it at all. But I do like the blueberry milk. I think I'm going to try it next time. Don't know if you can make blueberry milk. Is that a thing? Can you actually have blueberry milk? Strawberry milk? Got it. Chocolate milk? Check. 
uh, blueberry milk? Is there blueberry syrup? Kind of makes me want it. And I'm going to I'm gonna come out on a limb and say as well, in my quiet days, in my dark uh, moments, my, my alone time, I'll chug a glass of milk if there's three Oreos next to me. But, like, when you have an ice-cold glass of milk after your Oreos to wash it down, it's euphoric. It's euphoric. I purposely don't buy Oreos for this reason because I want to keep the two uh, higher abs that I do have. But they made their way into my house recently, and I just had a little cheeky, you know, cookies and milk a couple days. Nothing like it. And I don't need any kind of fancy cookies. I'm perfectly happy with Oreos. I'd go as far as to say they might be my number one cookie. I think Chips Ahoy, you know, the crunchy ones, those are always going to be there for you. But um, I used to have a huge kick on peanut butter Oreos. Uh, these ones were Java chip Oreos. I'm not doing like sherbet and watermelon and all those kind of kind of Oreos. But uh, yeah, I love you guys. Love you Oreos. Last but not least, I am gearing up for a ballet pink event this week and I'm very excited about it. You guys know that I've headed to SPAC so many times this summer for the uh, mainstream concerts, but I'm very happy to really settle into Saratoga summer a little bit more and attend the New York City Ballet this week. They are going from the 18th to the 21st. It is not the same show every night, so there's a few different iterations and performances. The one that I'm going to has popular music in it from like Solange Knowles and James Blake, and I'm going to take my mom. I think I want to make a little dinner res before and do dinner and a show at SPAC. She came to Dave Matthews with me and she had an awesome experience. She hadn't been to SPAC in many years. I remember when I was a kid going on a dinner date to actually the Ripe Tomato on Route 9 and going to the ballet with my mom and her friend and uh, my sister and her daughter. Not my sister's daughter, my mom's friend's daughter. Not that you care. Why am I explaining that to you? But I'm really excited to see sort of the artsy side of SPAC. The orchestra comes, the ballet comes, they do a jazz festival that was back in June. And SPAC at the end of the day is an incredible venue here in the capital region and really in all of upstate New York. It's highly regarded. It's clean. It's in the state park. And they offer so many different art forms. You know, they do the car show there. They have the orchestra and the ballet. So if you're not dialed into what's going on at SPAC, I highly recommend following SPAC Saratoga on Instagram. Check out the tickets for the ballet. If you want to do your own mommy-daughter thing with your own daughter, your aunts, or somebody in your life, it's a girl's night. Maybe you want to take your boyfriend and give him some culture or your son or whoever. I really believe that it is for everybody, but I haven't experienced it in so long. And I'm really enjoying uh, the possibility of just having a nice night, weather permitting. Not saying they would cancel it or anything, but I don't want to be there in the rain. I want to really enjoy a true beautiful night here in Saratoga. And I'm going to do that with SPAC Saratoga. So go check them out and then stay tuned for a little recap. I think I'm aiming to go on Wednesday so I can get that out. And then uh, anybody who sees that would want to maybe go and follow suit and uh, maybe get their nails done ballet pink like me. So that's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. As I mentioned, these shows are now available on YouTube. Trying to get them up on Facebook. There's a little user error on that front. Um, But listen, spell some words tonight. Go to dictionary.com, maybe read a new word a day, look at your Instagram captions. Let's let's come correct. Let's learn how to spell. Let's take our first sips. Let's go to old brick. Maybe get a new mattress, clean our ears, wash your bum. See you guys next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.